Remember my name indeed, fame from 1980, starring Irene Cara. However, ladies and gentlemen, of course, one of the most famous musicals of the 1980s, starting us off, and we will remember your name, all right. Welcome to Wrestling Debate, ladies and gentlemen, episode 151, ladies and gentlemen, for Wednesday night, June the 19th, 2019, ladies and gentlemen, 61919, ladies and gentlemen, and I am your host, the Iceman, Jerry DiGiolamo, 1-605-562-0444, caller ID 139925-POUND, ladies and gentlemen, you can join us right now, the human suplex on machine on with me right now, Mr. John Gross, my tag team partner from Raw Radio, and we welcome him in, as always, Howard John, welcome to the show. Good to be here. Thank you very much, sir. John, and likewise, I am here as well. However, your host, the Iceman, Jared Drone, we're expecting some more people tonight, including the King and Queen of Madness, ladies and gentlemen, along with some other people as well. But before we get into the uh, debate of the evening, ladies and gentlemen, we do have some sad news to report this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Earlier yesterday afternoon, we understand, ladies and gentlemen, pro wrestler Adrian McCollum, better known to you all as Lionheart Adrian McCollum, however, who was the reigning ICW champion and who was the owner and promoter for Pro Wrestling Elite and had been working on the promotion's 80-year anniversary for next month's event, however, suddenly tragically passed away at the age of 36. There has been no report on why and what has happened, however, but ICW oh, tweeted the following involving Insane Championship Wrestling earlier this afternoon with this statement. We are heartbroken to learn of the tragic death of the ICW World Heavyweight Champion, Mr. Adrian Lionheart McCollum. Adrian was a mainstay of British professional wrestling. Most importantly, he was our friend. His passing out leaves a huge hole in the lives of those who knew him, friends and family alike. And to Mr. McCollum's friends and family, we say tonight, Howard, this show is dedicated to him, Howard, and to his friends and family as well. We are very heartbroken to hear about this very heartbreaking tragedy, if you will, Howard. Our thoughts and prayers are with you all tonight, Howard, over there in England, as we heard the news earlier this afternoon. So our thoughts and prayers with you today. Meanwhile, however, back here in the States, however, talking about uh, crazy, however, we got some big uh, news coming up tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and believe it or not, it is going to be a wild night, as you can imagine, however, both on NXT in the U.S., ladies and gentlemen, and here in, of course, the U.K. First off, here's what happened earlier today on the NXT U.K. show. Cassius Oh No took on Kenny Williams, ladies and gentlemen. Meanwhile, Mark Coffey and Wolfgang took on the Hunt Wild Boar Primate, if you will. Meanwhile, Kaylee Ray, ladies and gentlemen, uh, competing with women such as Jenny, J-I-N-N-Y, Jazzy Gabbard, Rhea Ripley, Candy Floss, Isla Dawn, Piper Niven, Killer Kelly, Hanji, Rio, Nia Samuels, and Leah Brookside won a battle world to earn a future NXT UK Women's Championship shot. So congratulations goes to her. Whether or not she'll be facing Tony Storm or Rhea Ripley down the road, we don't really know, but that is what happened earlier today. Meanwhile, however, back here in the States, however, coming up tonight in the U.S., however, here's what you can see on NXT Live on the U.K., or excuse me, the U.S. version. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, however, believe it or not, we will have, believe it or not, however... The Velveteen Dream, Matt Riddle, and Tyler Breeze. Yes, the bro man himself, the gorgeous one, and the one known as Prince Pretty, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. And the man who uh, definitely is the Velveteen Dream takes on the leader of the Undisputed Era and the current NXT World Heavyweight Champion, Adam Cole, baby, 
Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish in a six-person tag. That should be very exciting. The debut of Damian Priest will take on Raul Mendoza. And Shia Lee, ladies and gentlemen, Howard will take on Tainara Conti, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not. So that being said, it should be an action-packed show tonight at Full Sail University. But speaking of Full Sail, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about what is going to be happening this Friday, excuse me, not this Friday, this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, that's right, Sunday, 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 and of course, it is stomping grounds, ladies and gentlemen, and let's just say, ticket sales for that show have not gone very well, to say the least, in fact, however, many people think, however, this might be the worst show of the year, ladies and gentlemen, and believe it or not, they just might be right. But we'll talk more about that in just a few moments. But before we do, ladies and gentlemen, here's where you can catch the WWE in an action facility near you. Tomorrow night at the Aztec Theater in San Antonio. Yes, folks, San Antonio, Texas. Get ready. NXT will be coming to you live there. Friday night, the Prevention Music Center in Houston. That's right, Houston, Texas, if you will. And then this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, the NXT superstars head to Big D, Dallas, Texas, at the Southside Ballroom. That being said, it should be an action-packed night of action. Plus, this Sunday at the Criterion in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. We have already told you where we're going to be next week, Harold. But, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we will tell you where you can check out the Superstars next week after the Portland show this Tuesday. Next Thursday night at the Singapore Indoor Stadium in Singapore, ladies and gentlemen. At the Raiguku Arena in Tokyo, Japan, ladies and gentlemen, is where you can check out the Superstars next Friday and Saturday. Excuse me, uh, for a very special two-day event there. And then, of course, a week from this Monday in Big D, Dallas, Texas. That is going to be a lot of fun. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we will tell you we'll be in San Antonio a week from this Tuesday. But speaking of stomping grounds, however, I will now bring in the human suplex machine to get his thoughts on this. John, we have seen and heard the rumor that ticket sales are not going very well for this show. And the card, well, except for a few matches that they added last night from top to bottom, it does not look like a promising show. What is your take on this? No, I don't think so. What's that? I don't think it's going to be a promising show. I don't either. I really don't. I mean, despite the fact how a lot of people are talking rematches of this and that nature, but uh, we will, of course, keep you up to date. A uh, quick reminder, ladies and gentlemen, of course, don't forget tonight we'll talk more about the SmackDown recap on Revolution 138055 Pound. And then tomorrow night, episode 207 of Wolfpack, ladies and gentlemen, that should be very interesting, 138521 Pound. Now, a quick side note, ladies and gentlemen, on Sunday, August 4th, ladies and gentlemen, come meet Titus O'Neil, the hometown boy, Mr. Titus Worldwide brand himself at 11802 Northdale Mayberry Highway, however, at the Barnes & Noble, signing his new book, There is No Such Thing as a Bad Kid. He will be signing August from 2 to 4.30 p.m. That's Sunday, so please get your tickets this weekend, however, and get them now, because if you don't, however, you're going to be out of luck as far as that goes. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we told you where we're going to be, however, at the end of August, however, on August 21st, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we mentioned it last night. However, ladies and gentlemen, it will be St. Paul, Minnesota. That is going to be very interesting. Of course, we will be in Sioux Falls, South Dakota the next night. 
Also, ladies and gentlemen, I believe we do have an update on some other shows that will be coming up during the month of August and September, I believe. Hopefully we have that for you here as we're trying to get that information to you, ladies and gentlemen. And, in fact, we're going to get an update on that here in just a moment here, ladies and gentlemen. We already told you we're going to be the 19th to 20th. Uh, we did tell you that August 26th we're going to be back in the Big Easy. But, folks, mark this on your calendars now, ladies and gentlemen. This Friday, however, this Friday morning at 11 a.m., ladies and gentlemen, just outside the woo Queen City of North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, Charlotte, North Carolina. Carolina. Tickets go on sale for the Clash of Champions show hour for Sunday night, September the 15th. That's this Friday morning, 11 a.m. Tickets will go on sale for the big Clash of Champions show in the Queen City of North Carolina, not that far away from our own Mr. WCW's neck of the woods, one of the most unique cities of the South and probably one of the wrestling hotbeds of the South, if you Charlotte and Steve. And this Saturday, folks, tickets go on sale for the big SmackDown show that will be coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen. Tuesday night, September 17th at the State Farm Arena as we return to the 404, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, Hotlanta, GA. Get ready. We're coming back to your town, believe it or not, however, at that point, Howard, in September. Now, John, I have not heard yet, Howard, when they're coming back to D.C., but I would not be surprised sometime in September or October they're going to be returning to your hometown. But, folks, this Saturday, of course, we already told you, you can meet Elias this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, at the Walmart 1965 South Union Avenue from 2 to 4 p.m. Howard, as the Troubadour will be signing autographs there. And then, folks, this Monday, that's right, this coming next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, come meet the man herself, Howard, Becky Lynch at the Cricket Wireless Store, ladies and gentlemen, in Everett, Washington, Howard. Believe it or not, this Monday at 10121 Evergreenway Suite, Everett, Washington, 980204, from 10 to 1230, right before Raw takes the air this coming next Monday, ladies and gentlemen, as she will be talking to her fans there. And then, of course, a week from Monday, ladies and gentlemen, however, we will have the War Goddess. Yes, folks, the fiersome Ember Moon will be talking to her fans in her hometown of Big D, Dallas, Texas, right before the 4th of July. From 11 to 1.30 at 1318 North Masters Drive. How at the Cricket Wireless? Excuse me, at the Cricket Wireless Store there. And then July 2nd, folks. How are? Get ready for this one. And we've talked about this over the last two or three weeks, and we'll repeat it one more time for you fans. In San Antonio, yes, folks, how the Celtic Warriors, Seamus, will be talking with his fans there at the Lackland Air Force Base Main Exchange store in San Antonio. Now, this autograph session is not open to the public, unfortunately. If you are on the base tower and you are a member of the base tower, you will be allowed to meet with Seamus personally. However, if you are not a member of the base, however, as far as getting autographs go, well, guess what? Unfortunately, our autographs are first come, first served, and only available to active, retired, military, and authorized patients of the base. That will be at 2180 Reese Street Suite 1385 in Lackland Air Force Base Tower two weeks from this next Tuesday. So, unfortunately, you're going to be out of luck as far as that goes. But, folks... Fear not, Howard. We do have some other news, Howard. You can check out the superstars at a facility near you. Of course, coming up this Friday, of course, tickets go on sale for the live events, Howard, at the Bismarck Event Center in Bismarck, North Dakota, Friday night, August 16th. Saturday, August 17th at the Ultra Center in Grand Forks, North Dakota. And yes, folks, we go back to Houston again for a super showdown, ladies and gentlemen, just right after SummerSlam in Toronto, ladies and gentlemen, on Saturday night, August 17th in H-Town. Tickets for that event will also go on sale Friday morning. So there you go, folks. Some big events coming up, if you will, however, this the rest of this week. But, John, as we said, Howard, you talk about some of the worst shows in history. We talked about uh, Super Showdown the last couple of years. We've talked about, Howard, the UWF Beach Brawl, Howard. We've talked about other events, Howard. Where would you rank right now as far as uh, stomping grounds go, heading into Sunday, as far as shows go 
overall. I mean, right now it seems like it's going to be like what Money in the Bank was, and that is a lackluster show. But overall, where would you put this show as far as shows of the year go? Uh, worst show of the year. I would have to agree with you. I would have to agree with you there. No question about it. Of course, we'll talk about the card, ladies and gentlemen. And here is where you can, like I said, we will tell you about who is on the card, ladies and gentlemen. And here are the matches that you will see, of course, coming up this week. First off, Howard, just announced last night, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, in a tag team match with the SmackDown Tag Team Championship Tower. It will be the planet's champion in his red beard boy, ladies and gentlemen, Eric Rowan, if you will. Daniel Bryan, however, taking on heavy machinery of Otis Dozovic, however, if you will, Howard, and his buddy Tucker Knight, if you will, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship Tower. Otis and Tucker have been up for the roster for a while, of course. Otis, as you know, is 5'10", 325. He's been continuing 2015. He's from Duluth, Minnesota, if you will, however. So there you go. Tucker Knight, meanwhile, Howard, his partner, if you will. Of course, 28 years old, standing 6'2", 315 in weight, ladies and gentlemen, from Clackamas, Oregon. So it's going to be sort of a homecoming for him, in a way. It's not that far away, however, from Portland, if you will. So he'll be wrestling near his hometown, so that's pretty cool. Meanwhile, last night, Drake Maverick, the 205 Live, he, of course, announced, ladies and gentlemen, that this match is going to be fine and cool, ladies and gentlemen. For the Kuzley title, it will be Tony Meeks, okay, Tony Abs, ladies and gentlemen, taking on Jared Cazales, taking on Drew Pitcher, Jack Gulak, and a triple threat match for the Cruiserweight title. Speaking of Drake Maverick, ladies and gentlemen, last night, of course, he pulled off the impossible, ladies and gentlemen, by upsetting R-Truth, despite some shenanigans, if you will, however, from a crooked referee, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, on SmackDown Live. We'll talk more about that here in just a little while, but let's just say the 24-7 title is still in effect, and now Drake Maverick, the current 205 Live GM and part-time manager of the AOP, if you will, the Authors of Pain, of Big uh, Bad, Rezar, and Akam, if you will, who have not been on seat on TV, except for the Greatest World Showdown, however, in Saudi Arabia just a few weeks ago, over the last three months or so, is now your new 24-7 champion. Speaking of tag teams, Howard, how about this one, ladies? You know, this one should be an entertainment, but we've seen this one over and over again. It should be a good one, though. The New Day of Big E, Big E Langston and Xavier Woods, Mr. Up, Up, Down, Down Man himself, will take on the Friendship of uh, Friendships, if you will. KO and Sammy saying the Ogre and Mr. Ole, Ole, Ole. The critics of the critics will have a lot to say, I'm sure, and has had a lot to say about the way the New Day's been handling things over the last several weeks, Howard. But to this Sunday night, these four will tangle once more, Howard, in a tag team match. This one I'm really looking forward to watching. This one should be a treat to watch, Howard. The Samoan submission machine himself, the master of the Kikina Clutch, and at one time the two-time NXT champion, and also one time one of the toughest guys in TNA Impact Wrestling, Samoa Joe. Yes, folks, the Samoan submission machine will take on my favorite wrestler right now, currently on the Monday Night roster, besides Seth freaking Rollins, who I'll talk about in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. He will take on the one and only death-defying, high-flying sensation known as Ricochet, a.k.a. Ricochet. That one promises to burn it down, no pun intended, ladies and gentlemen, as those two will probably have a great, great matchup, to say the least. Then, how about these ones, folks? For the championship of SmackDown, in a steel Cage, ladies and gentlemen, the co-assistant leader of the New Day, Mr. Boom 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 Man himself, Howard, the leader of the Kofi Kingston Brigade, ladies and gentlemen, and the man who likes to uh, celebrate everywhere he goes, Howard, Kofi Kingston, Howard, hopes to get out of uh, Tacoma still as the champion, but the show-off Dolph Ziggler hopes to ruin Kofi's night and steal the show once again by taking back the one thing that he has been wanting for so long now, and that is the WWE Championship. 
it. The question is, will he do it in the confines of the steel cage and leave Kofi Lane? Or will Kofi lower the boom once again and shut the show down for Dolph once and for all and shut him up once and for all? And as we said about Seth Rollins, ladies and gentlemen, this is another match that is going to be interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, we have not found out who the main event, who the uh, guest referee is for this match, but we've had reports on different people. It will be the architect looking to burn it down one more time. Seth freaking Rollins taking on at one time the co-assistant leader and GM of Monday Night Raw, and the man who retired Kurt Angle earlier this year, the guy who we hate more than anyone in the WWE right now, Boring Bland, Cockstain, Baron Corbin, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, folks, Boring Bland, TGI Fridays West vest-wearing boy himself, Baron Corbin, will be taking on Seth Rollins. Then, how about these matches, ladies and gentlemen? My girl, Becky Lynch, the girlfriend of the champion of Seth Rollins, ladies and gentlemen. Miss uh, Man, if you will, hopes to show once again that she is a man and hopes to knock out Lacey Evans once and for all, however, and just put her aside once and for all, however. But Lacey Evans, being the sassy Southern belle, or the sassy Southern skank, as I call her, however, is looking to teach the man a lesson, however, and show that she can deliver a woman's right, however. The question is, will she leave with Becky's Raw title, or will Becky still stay on top of the Raw woman? However, with the women's title in her hand still, we'll see about that on Sunday. And then these two matches as well. The big dog, Roman Reigns, who's been tired of basically being treated and abused by Shane McMahon, the so-called best in the world, and by his other including Drew McIntyre and also Dash and Dawson of The Revival, hopes to really take a bite, however, if you will, out of Drew McIntyre and put the Scar Psychopath down once and for all. But McIntyre is looking to end the Roman Empire once and for all. The question is, which one of these two will emerge? We'll see. And then, of course, this final match here, ladies and gentlemen, it will be John's girl. Yes, folks, the arrogant blonde bimbo herself, Alexa Bitch Bliss, ladies and gentlemen, will take on the huggable, lovable Bailey, the current champion. Will Bailey still have the title in her possession, or will Alexa come through, however, with her new best friend, if you will, and the girl who she doesn't trust right now, however, the girl that she basically is uh, seeing that uh, Alexa is for who she is, and that is the uh, crazed psychopath herself, Nikki Cross. Well, folks, we'll see what happens, because Nikki has said that she is going to help Alexa get the title off of uh, Bailey and bring it to Alexa. But at the same time, Alexa's been playing games as of late with a lot of people's minds, including Nikki. And the question is, will she see the light tower and deny Alexa a chance to leave with the title? Or will Alexa and Nikki work as a team as they have been as of late, even though Nikki does not trust Alexa and take away Bailey's championship? Well, we're going to see what happens this coming Sunday. So from top to bottom, folks, you got nine matches on the lineup this Sunday. Uh, overall, like I said, the only match I'm really looking forward to seeing is Samoa Joe or Ricochet. Uh, I have heard, like I said, tickets are not very good for the show. In fact, the IC title is not on the line in this match. However, believe it or not, the um, tag team titles, however, on SmackDown are, however, but as far as Raw goes, they're not on the title uh, belts on the line, however, in this uh, show. I just don't get it. And like I said, folks, it has just not been all that promising. Now, in three weeks, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, Extreme Rules will be coming to you live from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, of course, in the home of our good friend Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer's neck of the woods. And then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, circle this on your calendar, August 10th. Yes, folks, August 10th, we're going to be back at the Air Can Center for the first time in three years with takeovers. We take over the Great White North. Yes, folks, the Maple Leaf of O Canada is going to open up the doors for us once again, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, the last time we had NXT in Toronto, who could forget that incredible, and I do mean incredible, tag team blockbuster that stole the show that year. DIY, Johnny Gargano and his buddy Tommaso Chiappa taking on Dash and Dawson. That was voted by many people as the match of the year in 2016. And that was also the same night we saw Shinsuke Nakamura and Samoa Joe 
tear it down, if you will, as well in Toronto. So, folks, there you have it, Howard. Some of our uh, thoughts for the big upcoming show, however, ladies and gentlemen, this week, ladies and gentlemen, as we uh, know it, Howard, and like I said, Howard, a lot of other things going on. Of course, the NHL draft is this Friday night, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we'll see what happens there. The NBA draft tomorrow night, of course, the big story there, of course, is what happened, of course, earlier this week with Anthony Davis traded from the Lake, from the New Orleans Pelicans, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, to, of course, believe it or not, however, the Los Angeles Lakers. But there's also been talk, however, that there's some other shenanigans going on as far as that goes. But right now, a lot of people think Sial Williamson, the Duke Blue Devil superstar, will be the number one pick in the lottery tomorrow night. A lot of people think he will go to the Pelicans at two. Cleveland will be uh, drafting possibly John Moran and Murray State, or maybe even R.J. Bear from Duke, or even Cam Reddish. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But from top to bottom, it's going to be very interesting. So we'll have to wait and see what happens tomorrow night. The festivities begin at 7 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. Now, don't forget, of course, seeing up tomorrow night, we will also be back on, I believe, ladies and gentlemen, with Wrestling Revisit. Due to an obligation to control last night, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back in the saddle, at least again for Thursday night, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night. John will be joining me in the time machine show, 139926-pound. Uh, that will be coming up tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, as we take you back to a time and place again, ladies and gentlemen, how in our Wrestling Revisited show. Uh, John, is there any other things you want to add right now? I'm uh, going to let you have the floor for a few minutes. Not really. All right. Well, like I said, of course, we got a lot talking. We've got a lot coming up this week, of course. As you know, ladies and gentlemen, of course, a lot of people how I'm uh, like I said, uh, a lot of things going on, of course, uh, right now. Of course, WWE announced earlier this week, however, and I did mention this, however, believe it or not, however, uh, last night on Revolution, I'm sure you heard about it, ladies and gentlemen, oh, by I'm... now. Uh, but WWE has announced that they are coming up a uh, new DVD coming up in August, ladies and gentlemen. It is the unreleased matches of the Hot Scott. Yes, folks, your favorite, Orati Orati Piper, ladies and gentlemen. And believe it or not, we're going to be the first to break this story to you here tonight and on the wrestling debate. And uh, we want to get John's thoughts on this, too, so we'll hear from John on this here. And just, to, like I said, how are hear his thoughts on this here, ladies and gentlemen. But, John, uh, here we go. This is what we got for you, however, as far as that goes. But uh, let's tell everyone right now, Howard, it says the following. Just when you think you have all the answers, he changes the questions. Unearthed from deep within the WWE vault comes the unreleased matches and interviews for one of the the most controversial and entertaining superstars in WWE history and in wrestling history, for that matter, the hot Scott himself, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Witness, Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning, Ravishing Rick Rude, and many more. Pay the Piper against Roddy in this collection of hidden gems, so put on your kilt, set the bagpipes on uh, Loud, Howard, and let's just get rowdy. Also, we have an interview with Wanda Rousey in this interview, so this is going to be very unique, Howard. This is a two-disc special, and here are some of the matches you will see, Howard. Of course, disc one tells the following. Let's get rowdy beginning lessons. The first match, of course, is from October 81 when him and Jay Youngblood met each other in Mid-Atlantic Wrestling. One month later, it's him and Ole Anderson taking on, however, Mike Davis and Buddy Landell. February 82, him and Tony Anthony, however. Now, I'm surprised they did not put one of his early matches with Greg Valentine in the spring of 83 prior to the Starcade Dark Caller match, which is going to go down as one of the more intense graphic matches in history, ladies and gentlemen, from that from 83. But unfortunately, January of 84, a few days after Hulk Hogan wins the title, we see him in the pit with Mr. Wonderful Paul Andor for the first time however, in the WWF. One month later to the day, him and Mr. Wonderful team up to take on Jose Luis Big Mac Rivera at SD Jones on All-American Wrestling. 
Then at the end of uh, March, ladies and gentlemen, we have him and SD Jones go at it on championship wrestling. Followed by the first meeting of him and Superfly Jimmy Snooker, which is one of the more interesting feuds of the 1984 summer campaign. Of course, that was held in the legendary spectrum of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, if you will. Also, we have other events, including the following. July of 84, a few weeks after the Snooker affair, him uh, basically talking about how he's a nice guy on his own talk show, Piper's Pit. Meanwhile, February 85, less than two days before the big infamous war to settle the score match with Hulk Hogan, he talks about how, how he's an equal opportunist, but they also do not show when he attacked Captain Louis Albano, Dave Wolf, and Cindy Lauper at the end of 1984. Of course, everyone knows that story, what happened at the end of 84, going in 85, which led into the Rock and Wrestling Connection. Meanwhile, three weeks before WrestleMania 1, how we see him talking about Jimmy Snook and him going at it once again, however... Uh, how they really do not like each other and do not trust each other, let's just say. And if you remember the first uh, DVD that came out, the hot matches of uh, Roddy Piper, Born a Controversy, the Roddy Piper story. Piper talked about this a long time ago in that DVD, and you can go back and watch it on the network too. However, that in real life, however, for a long time, him and Jimmy Snuka were not the best of friends. However, they really never saw eye to eye on a lot of things, and they really didn't like each other, both in or out of the ring. But uh, you can relive how it all continued the feud here into 1985 between him and the Superfly. Meanwhile, the fall, three weeks later, we have uh, Roddy being put in the hot seat prior to WrestleMania 1. Then, in July of 85, however, we see him and Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff, feud against each other after Mr. Wonderful was betrayed by Piper in his uh, henchman at the time, the ace cowboy Bob Orndorff, who we'll talk about here in just a few moments, ladies and gentlemen, of course, fighting each other in your neck of the woods, John, at the legendary Capitol Center, believe it or not, in Landover, ladies and gentlemen. That should be a great match there. Then, August of 85, his first encounter with the big man, the 7'4", 475 at the time, later on, 520-pound big man known as Andre the Giant. That will be a great sit-down segment, I'm sure. Then, October 86, his first encounter with Jimmy Hardhauer on the pit. A couple weeks later, his encounter with Mr. Fuji. Once again, we go back to Jimmy Hart. Of course, this led to the matchup between Piper and Adonis for WrestleMania 3, encountering the Flower Shop and Piper's Pit a few days after Starcade 86 on Championship Wrestling. Then, Piper's Pit, of course, uh, gets a chance to talk to the Hart Foundation of Jimmy Hart, however, along with, uh, believe it or not, Bret Hart and Jim the Anvil Knight Hart right before Christmas of 86. That should be entertaining there. Then, October 89, him and uh, Rick Rude meet each other for the first time at the legendary Maple Leaf Gardens, I believe, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, believe it or not. That'll be interesting to see. Uh, unfortunately, John has left us now, so John, unfortunately, we do thank you for coming on, Howard, and we look forward to talking to you again uh, uh, later on this evening. So, unfortunately, the human suplex machine did have to leave us, Howard is unfortunate, sorry to say, Howard, but uh, we hope to hear from him at some point uh, before the show's over, and if not, Howard, we will hope to hear from him later on tonight on Revolution, and we'll hear from him back here at the Wrestling Debate Show next week. But, John, we do thank you for coming on the air here just a little while, however, and giving your thoughts and opinion. Anyway, folks, let's continue on and tell you what this also has on this uh, very special DVD. Uh, Roddy Piper versus Rick Bartell on Wrestling Challenge, May of 1990, just less than a month after WrestleMania six. Meanwhile, November of 1990 in Syracuse, New York, him and Kurt Henning meeting for the first time, Howard. Then we have a commercial of three different places of his action figure, if you will. Meanwhile, February 1991, Mean Gene Okerlund interviews the Hot Scott and Virgil, believe it or not, on All-American Wrestling. March 1991, just a few weeks shy of WrestleMania 7, Howard, him and Mr. Perfect meeting each other once again, once again this time for the IC title. 
Now we go to disc two, and disc two, folks, promised to be even more interesting. Ronda Rousey, of course, talks about how she got to meet Roddy Piper at one time, however. Then, of course, we see Mean Gene Okerlund talking to Roddy and Bret Hart before WrestleMania 8. A few weeks uh, before WrestleMania 8. Meanwhile, the week before WrestleMania 8, Roddy, Roddy Piper takes on youngster Sandy Beach on Wrestling Challenge. Three weeks after uh, the infamous fight with Bret Hart at WrestleMania 8, Howard, Piper, however, turns with his talk show, however, this time talking with the famed Brooklyn brawler Steve Lombardi, believe it or not. That should be a very interesting segment, to say the least. Then, we fast-forward the clock to five years later. Mean Gene Oakland renews his interview with Roddy Piper. However, this time, the two of them are working together in WCW, if you will, rather than WWE, if you will. And together, they're talking right before their big match, however, at Super Brawl 8, ladies and gentlemen, which would be held a few weeks later in the Bay Area city of San Francisco, California, if you will. And Mean Gene talks to Piper about how Piper, however, is looking to beat Hogan once more, however, and show everyone that the last time he beat him, unlike a few months before, at Starcade 96 was not a fluke. At the time, Piper, of course, did put Hogan to sleep, gaining a little retribution on Hogan after what had happened at WrestleMania 1, when Hogan and company had won by Mr. T and Superfly Snooker. Only this time, 11 years later, however, literally, however, Hogan got... Uh, Payback set upon him, however, this time at the hands of Piper, minus his henchmen, as he did it all on his own, however, and put Hogan asleep, if you will, towards him in 1996 in beating him. Now, some people thought, however, at the time, Piper should have won the title outright from Hogan, however, and that Hogan should have defended the belt, but unfortunately, he chose not to around this time. Then, of course, we told you about, of course, the big rematch between Piper and uh, Hogan one more time, however, at Super Brawl 8, however, just a few months removed from their counter at Starcade, however, ladies and gentlemen, which Piper picked up the victory, if you will, however. We see Piper in a sit-down interview live from the world's most famous jail cell in all of the world, Alcatraz Island in the Bay Area city of San Francisco, talking about his upcoming match with Hogan. That should be a very interesting encounter, series. In fact, I can remember that interview very well, if you recall. Then, September 1997, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, Mean Gene talks with Piper once more. Meanwhile, March 1998, Piper and Savage, that's right, Randy, oh yeah, dig it, brother, macho man Randy Savage, get it on with one another on Monday Nitro. And yes, folks, once again, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, it's Piper and Hogan renewing acquaintances the following week, if you will, however, against each other. Meanwhile, we fast-forward the clock to five years after this. WCW is now out of business, ladies and gentlemen, and WWE has pretty much won the Monday Night Wars by showing who was the true king of the Monday Nights, despite WCW for two years was the king of Monday Night. And apparently John is now back with us as we welcome John back. John, hey, J.D., back. I'm, JD, I'm sorry about that. And That's okay. I'm real sorry about that. I think yep. I had a little, little minor glitch. <laughs> That's okay, no problem. We're just talking about uh, some of the but, things um, on the Piper. I'm sure you've talked. We've talked. We've talked quite a bit about the Piper DVD. That's on some of these uh, matches. However, uh, we're not quite done with the list yet, but uh, we're going to go through the last little bit here in a minute. But I've got to ask you so far, what do you think about some of the matches that are going to be on the unreleased matches of Roddy Piper? Oh, I like that. I like that. Yes, there's going to be some good ones here. <laughs> And uh, we're going to continue on with some of the more that are on this DVD, as I mentioned, Howard. Some All of the right. matches you will see. Oh, you got to go? Yeah, got to go. Okay, all right. Well, but I just wanted to tell you I had a little, a little hiccup. <laughs> no problem. That's understandable. No problem. All right, we will talk to you in a little bit then here. So uh, we appreciate that, John. Thank all you right. very much. We'll check on packing with you in a little bit. All right, bye. 
All right, the human suplex machine now officially going. Unfortunately, earlier we had a minor glitch with the uh, human suplex machine due to his phone, but unfortunately this time he had to go. So we do again thank him for coming on the line with us, Tara, as he uh, gave us the update on what happened really just moments ago with his phone. So, John, we appreciate that. Uh, we will talk to you here in just a little bit, folks, uh, with John, our leading historian here on TalkShoot uh, for all of our shows. Now, some of the other matches, as I said, ladies and gentlemen, you can see on this DVD include Roddy Piper versus Rikishi, SmackDown of 03, October 2005, him taking on his longtime rival, however, and his son, if you will, however, one of his best friends and his son, if you will, the ace, Cowboy Bob Orton, and the Viper, a.k.a. soon-to-be legend killer Randy Orton, in a handicap match. Three weeks later, him, Dave Batista, and Eddie Guerrero teaming up for the first and only time, however, taking on Randy and Cowboy Bob Borden yet again, only this time they have a new friend with them joining their stable, and that is the one and only Mr. Kennedy, if you will. Of course, sad to say, this was a few weeks shy before Eddie passed away and left us, however, too soon, ladies and gentlemen. So you can only imagine how our two great legends like Piper and Guerrero teaming up along with Dave Batista here, the goosebumps in the arena and goosebumps in the ring of all six of these guys, and I am sure was electric to say the least, so that'll be interesting to see. Meanwhile, April 2008, we see a segment called Do the Truffle Shuffle. Then we see Piper's Pit, of course, interview the A-list superstar Mike the Miz Mazan in June of 2011. November 2011, Piper, of course, talks to John Cena. April 2012, he takes chance to talk with Mrs. CM Punk, a.k.a. Phil Brooks, if you will, A.J. Lee Brooks, if you will, and at that time, her leading man, the goat man himself, Daniel Bryan. Then, of course, on Old School Raw in early 2014, we see him talking to Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and Dean Ambrose with the Shield on Old School Raw on the very first show of 2014. And then we close it out at the end of 2014, right before Christmas, and how appropriate it is with the Christmas holiday, celebrating with Rusev Day! And Lana, if you will, joining the pit. However, and I can imagine only Piper was having some interesting things to say to the uh, <coughs> Bulgarian brute and the ravishing Russian self, Lana. Of course, sad to say, we would lose Piper shortly thereafter, and this turned out to be one of Piper's final appearances in the WWE. But overall, folks, I can tell you, uh, this very special uh, DVD that will probably be six or seven hours long, and uh, listing some of the great Piper's Pit moments, as well as some of the great moments in the ring, as well as out of the ring, with guys, like I said, like uh, Mr. Perfect, Mr. Wonderful, Hulk Hogan, Superfly, um, Kurt Henning, uh, and others. However, this is going to be a real treat to watch. As I said, I do have the first DVD involving Piper. Of course, it was called Born to Controversy, if you will, a very special DVD, if you will, Ladies and gentlemen, and like I said, how are, uh, it's a very special DVD. If you do not have it, folks, uh, I would suggest uh, checking it out. It is very, very good. It is very, very uh, unique, to say the least. He talks about uh, how, of course, uh, he uh, got his start in the business, of course. Uh, early on in his career, he began his career, believe it or not, however, at the age of 15, believe it or not. And from there, of course, uh, he got into wrestling, however, believe it or not. How, in fact, however... He talks how he got his last name, Piper, however, which at the time was not his real name, but it was Tombs. He spoke how this guy used to listen to a bagpipe band, and uh, they were very good and very unique, let's just say. And at the time, however, like I said, however, uh, it is uh, very interesting to say the least. This is a very good DVD, like I said, by the way, very, very uh, special DVD, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but that being said, he talks about how uh, thanks to this announcer, that's how he got the name Piper, however, and as a result, however, that's how 
he became known as Roddy the Piper. From there, he talks about how he got a start in Portland wrestling, however, with Don Owens territory back in Pacific North Wrestling. From there, going to Mid-Atlantic, however, meeting guys like Ric Flair and developing a friendship with Ric Flair as well as others, including uh, Jay Youngblood, Greg Valentine, Rick Steamboat, Jimmy Crockett Jr., if you will. And speaking of Midland, he also talks about probably one of the more intense matches that he ever had in his career. In fact, how he talks about how this matchup was not supposed to originally happen, however. Uh, Thanksgiving night of 1983 in the Greensboro Coliseum, as I said, this matchup is very, very graphic. This is very, very intense, to say the least. And if you have not seen this match, you definitely have to check it out on this DVD or if you can find it on YouTube or post it somewhere on Facebook.com uh, or anywhere for that matter, you definitely want to check it out. It is the infamous doll collar match between Greg Valentine and Greg uh, Roddy Piper. At the time, Jim Crockett uh, Jr. did not want to sanction the match, and he told Piper prior to that, after Piper had lost a little bit of his hearing earlier that spring, thanks to Greg Valentine, that he was not going to sanction the match and told Piper he was crazy that he would back him on this, but uh, Piper kept pressuring him and pressuring him and asking him to just sanction already, and he said, how well, if I do this, you better know what's uh, coming to you, and you better realize what you're getting yourself into. Well, Piper kind of knew what he was getting into, let's just say, and because of this, even though he did not win the U.S. title, the U.S. title of the NWA was on the line, he lost about 50% of his hearing because of this, but did win this match in what was a very bloody, very physical, very intense match. It is still one of my favorite matches of all time. I've gone back to watch that match many times over, and I can tell you folks, uh, if you have never seen it, or if you have seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Then he talks about how he got out mid-Atlantic after several years and, uh, and had a chance again in the WWE, thanks to Vince McMahon and his father, however. And then, of course, they go on to talk about how, uh, how Piper's pick came around, thanks to uh, Vince McMahon himself, not Vince McMahon Sr., but Vince McMahon Jr., if you will. Then, of course, he talks about how he got to become friends with Randy Orton and uh, his whole family, including his dad, the ace cowboy Bob Orton. Also, he talked about how uh, the infamous Rock and Wrestling Connection started, as well as uh, his, uh, let's just say, occurrences however, at times, however, with Mr. T and others. However, in fact, he also talks about how Mr. T and him really did not like each other because Mr. T, according to him, never paid his dues. And despite the fact he became a big mega superstar after Ross, Rocky III that was released a few years before this, in 1982, uh, he felt that uh, Mr. T was a glorified, uh, let's just say, uh, big shot, and he thought that his stuff didn't stink, let's just say, like Hulk Hogan at the time, even though Hulk Hogan was not becoming a big actor just yet, uh, and had appeared in the Rocky III movie with T. Uh, the two of them, however, found a way to develop a friendship, and uh, at the time, however, Piper did not like that from either one of those guys, especially Mr. T, both in and out of the ring. Uh, then, of course, we talk about how Piper got into some movies of his own, including the 1988 cult classic, They Live, where he, of course, uh, utters the famous line, I'm here to uh, chew bubblegum and uh, kick some butt at the same time, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Uh, Piper, of course, did some movies, of course, uh, when he wasn't wrestling, of course, however, he also talks about how he became a color commentator, a family man, and then went to WCW as well. However, mind you, however, in the 90s, however, he also talks about how uh, how him and Adrian Adonis developed the uh, feud between each other, between the flower shop and Piper's Pit, along with Jimmy Hart. And then, of course, he talks about, however, how uh, a lot of wrestlers have gone away way too soon, and he talks about how that interview really changed his life and how a lot of people really gave him static for it, let's just say. 
needless to say. So uh, definitely uh, you want to check it out. He also talks about his family and what his son Colt uh, has been like. However, in fact, he talks about however how at times however it was difficult however to go out on the road for a long time only to come back to be with his family. However, and his family at times were kind of forgiving and non-forgiving of him. Let's just say. He also uh, talks about, uh, like I said, about some other people who have been influenced in his life, including Bruce Pritchard, as well as other people, Freddie Blassie, the Guerrero family, if you will, and many others. Now, some of the matches you can see on this very special DVD however, include the following disc one, him and Mike Popovich taking on Buddy Rose and Rip Oliver from Portland Wrestling, him and Buddy Rose meet each other for the Northwest Heavyweight title, however, also from Portland Wrestling. Great match, by the way. That is a good match there. The infamous uh, first meeting between him and Valentine from Mid-Atlantic in July of 82. Then, of course, the dog collar match, of course, from Starcade the following year. Uh, that's on the first disc. Disc 2, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, some of the matches you can see include the following. Him and uh, Mr. Wonderful Paul Andor taking on Hogan and Mr. T at WrestleMania 1. That was a really good match, by the way. Uh, him and Orndorff uh, not liking each other after this, of course, because Mr. Wonderful felt betrayed by Piper, if you will, however, meet on Saturday night's main event. However, that was a pretty good match. Him and Mr. T at WrestleMania 2, that was not really a good match. I thought that was kind of a subpar match, but it was an okay match, if you ask me, not really that great. Him and the Iron Sheik from Saturday night's main event in October of 86. Him and uh, Cowboy Ace Bob Warren, his former best friend and bodyguard at one time, fighting less than a month later on also Saturday night's main event. Uh, the infamous, however, match, however, with him and Adrian Adonis, however, in the Hair versus Career match at WrestleMania 3. Believe it or not, however, believe it or not, however, uh, from the Pontiac Silverdome. Of course, the match with Hogan and him, however, right before WrestleMania, that set up WrestleMania 1 at the Warriors Settle Square. That was a pretty good match, however, it was also on this one. Him and Rick Rude in the steel cage match at the end of 1999 in Madison Square Garden, if you will. The infamous questionable matchup that he had with Bad News Brown at WrestleMania 6, however, in Toronto Skydome. Uh, one of his better matches of the 90s is included on this one. The infamous match he had with Brett the Hitman Hart at WrestleMania 8. That is a fantastic match. You definitely want to check that out for sure. Uh, the match he had with the Mountie prior to that, however, at the World Rumble, which was an okay, not really too bad of a match, is also on this one. The matchup between him and Goldust Tower at WrestleMania 12 in the Hollywood Backlot Brawl, which was one of his last appearances for a while in the WWE in March of 1996. And then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the infamous matchup with Hogan at Starcade 1996 at the end of that year, however, is also included on this DVD as well. Now, some of the Piper's Pit segments on this show, you can see the following. Uh, his first being with Robert DeBort just a few days after, however, Hulk Hogan had won the WWF Championship, however... Andre the Giant, two months after Hogan had won the title. Frankie Williams, who he made fun of on the show. Uh, cutting the Haiti Kid's hair, however, a month before WrestleMania 2. Him, Jesse Ventura, Hulk, and Andre the Giant to set up WrestleMania 3 in February of 87. The infamous Coconut Smash heard around the world in July of 1984. The matchup uh, that would set up the feud with uh, Hogan, Snuka, and Mr. T in Madison Square Garden two weeks before WrestleMania 1. Him and Salvatore Belomo and the JYD in early 1985. Uh, about two months after uh, he had fought, teamed up with Mr. Wonderful Orndorff on Tuesday night times, him and uh, Mr. Wonderful getting into it with each other on that show. Him and Bruno San Martino in Boston Garden. 
Him and Jimmy Hart, however. Him and Harley Race and Bobby Heenan, however, from the end of 1986. Him and Hulk Hogan and the executives of the WWF, however, minus Andre the Giant, however, early January 1987. The week before WrestleMania 3, him and Hulk Hogan talking about the big match with him and Andre the Giant. The day before uh, WrestleMania 3, talking about his maybe last match at the time, which was for a while, however, because he went off film that movie, um, They Live, of course, uh, on Superstars, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, him and Brother Lovett Moore and Downey Jr., however, having an interesting segment with each other at WrestleMania 5. Of course, we all know how that went down. Him, Vince McMahon, and Rikishi, however, right after WrestleMania 19, which was uh, kind of near the end of his uh, run in WWE, however, once again. Him and Snuka trying to patch things up on SmackDown the following week. Him and Hulk Hogan, only Hogan was under a mask this time, known as Mr. Captain America in July of, 19, of 2003, almost in the wrong year. And then him, Eddie Guerrero, and Tajiri, however, the Japanese buzzsaw in a very somewhat unique segment that's just in September uh, 2003, two years before Eddie's passing. Um, overall, however, Born to Controversy is a very, very excellent, enjoyable documentary, I would say. Very entertaining. I enjoyed it. I have watched it numerous times. However, it's been a while since I've watched it, though, but like I said, you can see on this DVD, however, uh, 17 matches and some of the great moments of Piper, both inside and outside of the ring. Uh, I can tell you again, that dog collar match, if you have not seen that match, however, you definitely owe it to yourself to check it out. However, it is worth seeing. Uh, the matchup that he had with Buddy Rose in Portland Wrestling is also really good. That was from, I believe, 1981, I believe, or 82, if I'm not mistaken. I have to go back and double-check the year on that. Uh, the matchup with Bret Hart at WrestleMania 8, and, of course, the first WrestleMania, as well as the Hogan match at Starkey 96, some other great matches there as well. Uh, so if you are a fan of the Hot Scott, folks, you definitely don't want to miss that DVD, to say the least. It is definitely worth checking out. Let's give you the number again, 1605562, ladies and gentlemen, 0444, caller 139926-pound for Wednesday night, July 19th, 2019, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, the Iceman, Jared D. Jamal. We do want to thank the Human Suplex Machine for joining us here. We were expecting some more on the show, including uh, the King and Queen of Madness, GTS, and MLD, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and Gerard T. Smith, my brother from another mother, of course. Unfortunately, due to circumstances beyond our control, they could both not join us, but we do want to give a special shout-out to them. Uh, here tonight on our show, of course, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw will be coming into the studio here in just a few moments here to get you all set up for our revolution. Uh, don't forget this Monday, folks, we will be back with episode 195. That's right, five episodes away, ladies and gentlemen, from history in itself, ladies and gentlemen, on Raw Radio, the Human Suplex Machine, myself, the Heartbreak Kid, who was not with us this past Monday, whose circumstances beyond our control, and the Mouse Thinking El Patel as well as some other people will be joining us, hopefully, on the line. However, we'll be talking about the aftermath of Stomping Grounds. We'll give you our raw ratings and predictions as well. We'll also give you an update on the latest sports headlines, including uh, the NBA draft, the NHL draft, and also we'll talk about some of the big things going on from the weekend as well. Of course, this coming weekend, the PGA Tour, of course, is at the Travelers Championships in Connecticut. Last week, of course, we saw Gary Woodland Pull off the impossible, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Beating Brooks Kepka and denying Kepka a chance to become the first golfer to win three straight U.S. Opens, however. But, nevertheless, however, we'll talk a little bit about that, of course, this Monday on Raw Radio. Again, we will have the Heartbreak Kit back with us, and also we'll get you to start doing the countdown for Extreme Rules as well, ladies and gentlemen. So, folks, we promise to have a great show for you coming up this Monday. Don't forget to check it out. It starts at 3 p.m., 138744-pound. That'll be at 3 o'clock p.m. this coming Monday. 
And folks, make sure you mark this on your calendar too before we wrap up things, ladies and gentlemen. This Friday night, of course, the gang will be giving you their stomping grounds predictions, ladies and gentlemen. And also this Sunday, how on the pre-show as well here on Revolution. Be sure to check that out, 138055-POUND. This Friday and Sunday at 5 p.m. Who knows, some bets might be made, of course, as well. We will get you set up with that. Of course, some of us might have our predictions tonight and tomorrow. Of course, that promised to be a great show tomorrow night. We'll be back with Wrestling Revisit, as we said, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, due to circumstances beyond our control last night, we could not make it, but we will be back in the saddle again, ladies and gentlemen. However, coming up, believe it or not, tomorrow night at 7 p.m. That's 7 o'clock tomorrow night, the same night as the NBA draft. So we'll be back again on our Thursday again after being preempted last night due to a minor snafu. We'll be back on at 7 o'clock for one night and one night only again this Thursday night coming up tomorrow. So be sure to check out Wrestling Revisit and then, of course, Wolfpack episode 207. Uh, coming up, of course, tonight, we will talk about SmackDown. We will also have your news headlines, including the story that I broke just moments as we were coming onto the air tonight about that British wrestler. Again, our thoughts and prayers are with that wrestler's friends and family. Also, we want to express our deepest heartfelt condolences to fashion designer uh, Gloria Vanderbilt's family. The fashion guru passed away, of course, this past Monday at the age of 95. Our thoughts and prayers are with her friends and family tonight, including her son, Anderson Cooper, former CNN headline news correspondent there. Okay. Well, folks, uh, I think that's all the time we got for right now. I thought we were expecting some people to come in tonight, but I guess not, Howard. I mean, it was probably something came up, Howard. That's understandable. But again, I do want to thank the Human Suplex Machine for joining us here tonight. I do want to thank you all for listening in. I'm hoping that you all enjoyed listening to what was a very good show. We try to do the best we can with most of our shows. I found all of our shows here, especially when I'm talking. I know I'm rambling a mile a minute here, but hey, that's the way I gotta keep things going here on all of our shows sometimes and most of the shows here usually if I'm running things, if I am running things, that is. But folks, uh we will talk to you again here in just a little while with Wrestling Revolution. We hope you have a fantastic night, a fantastic rest of the week. Be safe and be careful out there with this heat and humidity wherever you're at and Definitely use common sense, however, no question about it. But we will talk to you again next week, ladies and gentlemen, at the Wrestling Debate Table, hopefully, and we will have a lot more to discuss. So, again, uh, thank you so very much, ladies and gentlemen, however, for joining us. We will talk to you again, of course, coming up in just a little while with Revolution, ladies and gentlemen, here on the TalkShoe Radio Network. And as we take you out tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a pretty good song for you, ladies and gentlemen, however. It is called Working Class Man. I think it's only fitting we play this song, however. It is from the 1986 comedy Gun Ho, starring Ron Howard, Michael Keaton, George Wentower, and his brother Clint Howard, as well as Getty Wannabe, better known to you as Long Duck Dong, from the 1984 romantic teenage comedy Sixteen Candles. So uh, here is the closing theme of that movie, Howard Gun Ho, Howard called Working Class Man. I think it's the only film we're playing it for you here. We will talk to you again here in just a little while, Howard. We hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. Be safe. Be careful out there. We'll talk to you soon, ladies and gentlemen. And in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, with that said, now we're going to take it out, Howard, with our song Working Class Man. So here we go for you as we say goodnight to you from the wrestling debate table. So for now, this is the Iceman along with the Human Suplex Machine saying so long. And have a good rest of the evening, and we'll see you on the flip side very, very soon. And now, here is Working Class Man.
Tschüss, Jungen. Genau.